0: This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On Air.
1: It's time for Southern Health Future. Updates from the Southern District Health Board and Community Health Council. Joining us this morning, uh, Dr Sheila Barnett, who is uh, the... Part of the Clinical Leadership Group, in fact, the chair of the Clinical Leadership Group, a key advisory group for the New Dunedin Hospital project. And uh, we're going to be talking about the current environment we find ourselves in with the COVID-19 pandemic and how it might be informing some of the work that's being done there. Uh, Sheila, thanks so much for joining us this morning.
0: Thanks for inviting
1: me. Tell us a little bit more about the Clinical Leadership Group and what its role is.
0: So, we are a group that are, as you say, the main clinical advisory service to the New geek Hospital, and that's really at at this local level. We are made up of uh, senior clinicians across all disciplines, so allied health, nursing, medical, and community um, uh, representation as well. We have been involved really since the outset of the project from our point of view in 2016, and we will help. Help bring together the the user and clinical voice, um, and provide bring that to the kind of design team, and really advise on some of those those key clinical issues initially about what really was a must to be in the hospital, what the relationships are of the different departments to each other, and kind of providing that that Dunedin understanding of how the the hospital and the community works here, but also just from content, you know, clinical content experts as well. So really across all all aspects of the design.
1: Now, of course, uh, new Dunedin hospital planning was already well underway when COVID-19 took hold. Um, So has having first-hand experiences of uh, a pandemic changed the direction of the design in any way?
0: Yeah, it has. Um, you're right. We were we were well through design actually, so we're in quite uncharted territory. Generally, um, designing for the future whilst in the middle of a pandemic. I don't know anywhere else that's, that's doing that at the minute. In Australasia, for a whole hospital build, so our design was almost complete. We already knew where the departments were, where individual rooms were in the departments. We'd even got to the point where we knew what the rooms would contain and look like. Obviously, we had any hospital design will allow for an infective pathogen, but there are definitely new learnings. So we we had this sort of careful, had to proceed reasonably carefully to make sure we didn't displicate and disrupt all the work that has already been done. We were working within a set budget, so you can't just magically add more bits in. And then, of course, the other big challenge is that the clinicians who are helping advise are also living and managing through advising and planning for the current pandemic so they were very busy times in a tight short frame with a relatively fixed design so we had to be reasonably clever about how we applied our new learnings to what we already had in place.
1: So what basic principles uh, underlie the pandemic planning for the new hospital?
0: So we had looked back to first principles when we first um, produced quite a detailed paper on this to help advise the project. And, and our three big principles at the time, and, and these are obviously built on those from overseas, are the, the obvious, to provide the best care to the infected patient. Um, the second is to preserve staff safety, not just because it's the right thing to do, but because if you don't preserve the staff workforce, you can't actually run the hospital. And the third that I think was the the growing um, learning that we're, we in the world are really seeing now is the difficulty in maintaining what's called business as usual. So we call it BAU, which is just providing normal medical care across the district and in the hospital. And and that we are now living through what we, we know is, is a long time. It's not a few months, it's years. So that maintaining business as usual has been um, a real challenge and something that we've really sought to, to think about when we've tweaked the design that we have. Across all of those kind of base three principles is a recognition that we might get a different pathogen next time, a different infective disease, and you don't know how it will behave or who it will affect more than others, and So they, and we don't know what numbers. So the flexibility across the project has been really important. So how does the hospital handle a small number of patients with a certain type of disease that's transmitted in a certain way? right through to most of the population may actually be carrying this. And so that, that flexibility has really been key in what, we're, what we've been doing.
1: So what in particular have you learned from the COVID-19 response that have you, you've applied to the design of the new hospital?
0: So we have really enhanced um, a couple of some key areas, one of which is, is the separation. So you'll see when you come into um, the Eden Hospital at the minute that the entrances and exits are very tightly controlled and so we've looked at the whole plan about how we will bring people into and out of the hospital through the different streams. So we call them red stream or green stream Um, and we've made sure that the ED entrances are able to be separated off so we can screen people in the community, triage them before they come into the hospital and then come in one of potentially two or even more entrances. Just keeping everybody very separate. So the entrances and have been thought of not just for getting into the hospital as a whole but for each department as well. We've also considered how we can split entire wards. So we look at how we would manage one type of uh, ward care but with two different groups of people and where we've, we've managed to organize how we could split a ward, we've also um, aligned that with the enhanced ventilation system. So we will make sure that if a ward can be split, that its ventilation is separated so there's no cross-contamination between the two. The other big aspect of separation is, is keeping the staff as much as possible. And that is possible to a degree. Uh, so, again, with the flexibility, there is an ability to do that at the earlier stages of something that we've been managing. Um, so, separation is one of the big bits that we've been able to apply to, to existing design with reasonable modification. We've also built in the ability to have some enhanced ventilation in certain zones. So, there is a, there is intended to be something called a hospital within a hospital. So we have an area within the hospital that's linked by a dedicated single lift that has enhanced negative pressure ventilation, and that includes the part of the ED, part of the operating theatres, part of the intensive care unit, and an entire ward. So that, and those do not mix with other areas of the hospital. Um, in order to help with that as well, we've allowed for the positioning of ante rooms in the entrances and exits to those separated wards and that hospital within the hospital. what We also call that the red zone. And that's just some simple changes to make sure that we can put in an ante room in the future. And that's some, say uh, a basic building change where we would make sure that the ceiling void had a wall in it that would align with where the ante room was meant to be placed in the future. Um, yeah, so, so reasonably budget-conscious and sensible and pragmatic pragmatic decisions that I think can actually really make a difference and provide this, this good flexibility through all the stages of something we, we may or may not face in the
1: future. Yes, it's um, I'm sure no one would have wanted to happen in this way, but in some ways, um, fortunate that the issues came up in terms of the design of the hospital when it did, um, given the prospect that we may well be facing more of these um, such an interesting process all the factors that go into the design Um, thank you so much dr sheila barnett from the clinical leadership group uh, the key advisory group for the new dunedin hospital project thanks so much for taking some time to join us here on southern health uh, future and and to share those insights with us
0: thanks again for the invitation this podcast was produced by orfm dunedin with support from new zealand on the air